My name is Melissa Gearing and I am the Naked Naturopath. Thanks for listening in. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of the Naked Naturopath. I am here with a very, very, very special guest today, my husband Sam Larkings. Hello everybody. Hi Sammy. Hello. Even though I am Melissa Gearing, the Naked Naturopath, we actually got married in March and I did take a new name. So I am Melissa Larkings slash Gearing, the Naked Naturopath now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I kept my business. Your professional name. Is my previous name. Yeah, Maiden like name. It's a stage name. It is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. If you think of it that way. Yeah. So um, we're in beautiful sunny Byron. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. On Stunning. a week's well-deserved holiday mm, very much so needed and we had the worst thunderstorm last night that i've <laughs> ever seen or heard <laughs> or heard it was incredibly loud and i'm a scaredy cat yeah <laughs> and so pretty bad night's sleep but uh we've been to the beach today and we've had some lunch and i thought what a perfect time to kind of sit down and do a podcast together because we often are ships passing in the night and don't often get to sit and um have a chat or have time to record it in this case. Yes. So, welcome. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I thought we could discuss a few things over the, ne- the next, you know, kind of 45 minutes. But firstly, do you remember that I did a talk, my very first talk ever at Verve for Life, where I have one of my clinics, and it was called, What is a Medical Herbalist? <laughs> And it was terrible. Yeah. Do you remember? Yep. Yeah. You had karma before it. Yep. I was, was so, so nervous. nervous. Oh my gosh. And it was such a bad talk yeah. and I made it all technical. So we're in about podcast six now and I still haven't really um, explained what I do, what a medical herbalist is. You know, I, I touch on it briefly and I'm sure most people who are interested in this have a bit of an idea, but mm. I thought what better way to explain it to the listeners than have you here because... I tend to overcomplicate it. Yeah, make, you do. <laughs> make it too technical yep. for people. And you really, um, you're my grounder and you're always my general public go-to mm. because you had no idea what a herbalist was when we met. Yeah, that's right. I had no idea. And I've really come to appreciate um, your standing in the, in, the, in the medical field, I guess, and how you can complement the tradition. Well... I say traditional, but the more pharmaceutical background. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you've learnt that it's not the traditional medicine. Is that why you say that? Yeah, well, in, a, in a way, I suppose. Yeah. Roots <laughs> and food were, were the first form of medicine and you just, your career path and things like that have taken you on, on the path to complementary health. Hmm. So from your perspective, I thought I would, um, maybe you could explain to our listeners what what your where you came from, what your thoughts were, you know, mm. if you'd ever been in a health food shop or what your yeah. thoughts were of a naturopath or herbalist or I guess mm. if you had any real idea. Yeah. So I, I guess from for your listeners that don't know me, um, which is probably all of them. Sure, you could probably introduce yourself yeah. first. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm an exercise physiologist and um, I... For want of a better term, I'm a glorified personal trainer. Don't say that. Um, oh, You've it's got fine. a master's degree. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I come from a fairly health conscious family and we've always been pretty healthy and, and fit and active. 
um, and really had no cause for a great deal of medical intervention um, besides cold and flus and things like that. But we're very much uh, outside of rest, sleep and food. We're very, we were very much a pharmaceutical type of family, I guess, mm. in the fact that we take Panadol ibuprofen regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, even with my gut issues from a teenager, I would take um, Imodium and, and GastroStop and those things mm-hmm. probably once or twice a fortnight. Yeah. Um, not knowing that those irritabilities had their roots in um, food intolerances and, mm. and that that could be helped in other ways than pharmaceutical intervention. Um, I really had no idea what you did when I met you. Um, my only real um, introduction or experience in a health food store or shop was buy- I bought a little bit of protein from them, like whey proteins, um, and also one time I bought a bit of echinacea mm-hmm. um, tablets, uh, and then because I knew that was good for the immune system, that's about as much as I knew. And and then the it wasn't a herbalist, just a store person there put me onto Astra Eight and olive leaf extract, and that mm. was pretty much all I used to use on a natural level um, for for my health and I, I really didn't think I'll give it the time that it probably deserves now in it's, my life. It's really fascinating to me that you've come from you were a high um athlete, like a high profile ish, you know, athlete. Elite you played, athlete, yeah. Yeah, you're an elite athlete. Yeah. Your your family's very healthy, very health well conscious. Educated, yeah. Well educated and um I think that you represent the general public in that you had no real um, experience or knowledge of what natural medicine could do for you, even especially in that sporting world, Mm. you know, because I do lots of things with uh, athletes, athletes, yeah, Mm. to better their performance and stop them getting sick and run down, which is why you got the echinacea, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to get, you know, it used to be that stress response and we'd run on a high for six to eight months and then we'd go to a tournament. Oh, for those that don't know, I was in a in a football team that I played overseas and things like that. It's the same as played yeah. for Australia. Yeah. Um, soccer. Yeah. Football. football. Slash football. Yeah. I, I'm not allowed to call it soccer. No. Um, but, but yeah, the stress response kind of got me in and I got onto echinacea because I knew there was mm. good research from that. Your day-to-day life from what you have told me when you were playing football was so intense. So intense. Mm. You know, you were training four times a week. Oh, no, I was training five nights a week. Five nights a week on the Central Coast. Yeah, in Gosford. Yep, and then working every day as well. Yeah, three to four times a week, plus full-time uni. Getting up so early because you were doing PT work. Yeah, getting up at 4.30. Oh, my Lord, yeah. Yeah. So massive days. Yeah, 4.30 till 9, 10 o'clock at night. And then you're driving home from the Central Coast. Yeah, tired, it's buggery. Waking up, doing it all again, studying. Yeah, I'd have about a half a day off on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. So echinacea is um, just not going to cut it. Well, it did, it did at the time. <laughs> it's certainly going to help. Yeah. But, you know, there's so many things that we could have given you to help you uh, not get run down, not get sick, and maybe not break down, you know, mm, and not I get injured. To, yeah, well, I used to go in cycles about 18 months, so I'd have a, 
a big um, injury curve or mm. curve, curve, curve. <laughs> That's so you're saying it's like a bell curve. You would go fine and yeah. then you would injure and then you'd go fine and then yeah. you would injure yourself. It was stuff. peaks yeah. and troughs. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Through health, yeah. So if you represent the general public, mm. uh, money's not stopping you because you have a little bit no, of disposable that income cla- at that stage. That middle class income that could afford, you know, some supplements yeah, or herbs or something like that. that complimentary. Yeah. Um, health. What do you think the biggest barrier was then? Knowledge. I didn't exposure to yeah. your industry. I, uh, I suppose an athlete is not your target market, and none, no marketing ever touched me about herbalism. Mm. No marketing ever touched me about naturopathy. I didn't know it existed really, and I used to go to. I used to walk, I used to work across the road in a DVD shop uh, <laughs> to a health food stop, shop and I knew that it was there I and I knew that they sold natural mm. things and I oh, I bought some tea there once mm. and that's pretty much my exposure to it I didn't realize that there was such a thing as a herbalist that could help with a, a great many things um, so what's really interesting and I don't know if you know this about me but I didn't know what a natural was either Really? Yep. Oh. So yeah. I I studied nuclear medicine. Yeah, that's And right. then I hated it. I hated it. I went to Westmead Children's Hospital mm. and saw all these little kids with cancer and I thought, I, I can't do this. Mm. You know, I always knew I wanted to be a healer, but I, I just thought I can't do this. So I had some time off and one of my friends, I'd always had a real interest in health food shops. So I'd always be in them looking, you know, mum would leave me there when she did the groceries when I was a teenager. Really? And, yeah, I found it fascinating. So I was always reading everything. And one of my friends said to me, uh, why don't you be a naturopath? And I said, what the hell's that? Mm. And started looking yeah. into it. And I called maybe 10 naturopaths in Newcastle. And I said, hey, I'm just wondering, you know, what you do, um, if I can come and have a chat to you. And they pretty much all said no, except for one. Who was that? Sharon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And um, she me, became yeah. my mentor. Because the thing about herbal medicine is there's just no exposure to um, the education as as a high school student. It's not no. at uni. It's not at university. You have to go through private colleges and it yeah. costs a fortune because you have to pay your way. At one stage, I was paying over $500 a week for my education. You have to pay as you go. Mm. And it's really difficult. It's a difficult slog. And then when you get out, it's even more difficult. You've seen me fight for what I do. Mm. It's really hard I mean, work. There now, thankfully. Well, you know, I st- I'm still working for it. Like, yeah. I just think it's this constant battle. We don't, there's no set, you study to be a naturopath and then you come out and this is what you do. Here's jobs. It's not vocational. No, it's really not. Mm. Um, however, neither is your job, really. No, you've got to work for what you work for. Yeah, so we're both in the same industry. We're both in health. We're both interested. And neither of us really knew what a naturopath was in the start. Yeah, that's interesting. And I just find it fascinating. Is it an undercurrent of health, you know? I think it's predominantly pharmaceutical focus, though. I mean, you look at the ads of of pharmacists and you look at the ads of... of, um, general practitioners and and things like that and there's just no room for that complementary element you mean there's no money 
Complementary yeah. has no money yeah, put into correct. it, yes. which means that it's not on the TV and it's yeah. not in the newspapers, yeah. newspapers and in the magazines and stuff like that. Yeah, correct. It's interesting because we have such a culture of interest in health in Australia at the moment. Mm. It's huge. You know, like uh, food is especially... Oh, um, you look at all the cooking shows on telly. Yeah. You know? And, and, and that's all health focused. PTs, and... like famous PTs on telly mm. and all that kind of stuff. Like there's such a focus on food and health. But... Still, I still think that herbal medicine at the end of the day is still in undercurrent of yeah. medicine. Oh, and I mean, I think once I've learnt more about what you do, it's such a, it's such a um, primary source of um, healthcare. Absolutely. You know, and I just didn't know that that existed. existed. Yeah, that blows my mind. Mm. So, you, you know... And the fact that I go back and think, neither did I, mm. blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's so fascinating. So now, obviously, I'm in a world where this is my life. And I'll say to you, hey, this is really famous person, so-and-so. And you'll go, I have no idea who that is, babe. But in my world, they're really famous. And I don't think as a naturopath, you ever get into general public famousness. <laughs> but... Now that we're, I'm in this world, I find it really difficult to go back to basics to explain to somebody who you and I used to be what the hell it is that I do. Right. How would you explain it? Have I put you on the spot? Yeah, a little bit. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I would describe you as, or what you do, your function, your role in healthcare as someone who provides um, not only... Um, uh, not only would you provide a primary um, health I love role, how you said that. Um, or tertiary health role. Because it actually can be the go-to for many. Oh, it's much preventative. Yeah. As much preventative as it is um, treating the symptoms. And what and, about just a cold and flu? Yeah, If prevention. everyone got some herbal medicine, totally avoid antibiotics, Correct. cold and flu tablets. A lot of autoimmune things that yeah, could yep. be prevented. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and food intolerance included. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I if if I knew about that at fifteen years old when I was eating ten wheat bix in the morning and a hot packet of pasta during the day, <laughs> and then developed a gluten intolerance, um, I would probably be very thankful right now. But the yeah. other thing, you know, because the other thing is like the new. So I think now there's traditional herbalists and there's a new education of a wave of herbalists coming out who. Um, unlike the traditional herbalists who were very much based on elimination and exclusion mm. and um, uh, I won't, you know, I don't want to say fads, but definitely quite strict. very strict. The new kind of realm of herbalists, the people that I work with, my colleagues um, are very much well balanced. And now that the yeah. general public has gone along with all the fads, we're trying to bring people back into balance Correct. and we're trying to just find... Uh, you know, you know what I love about what you do, though, is you are very much complementary medicine in the fact that you you are currently working with GPs. Oh, absolutely! Along, literally alongside. So them. you said one primary healthcare, yep. two is tertiary, three is complementary. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm. Yeah, it's really great. So I do have people call me and and you know I'm really sick. Can I come in? Yeah, sure. You know, you've got that. I'm a go to. Uh, prior to a GP in some cases for some people, mm. definitely a go-to. And there's certain things that I can treat for that and then there's certain things that I will go, no, look, go to your GP. Mm. Um, 
But one of my favorite things to do is work with them. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, Vinny um, mm-hmm. is such a strong advocate of yours yeah. and, and really truly values what your role in, in healthcare is. And I think it's amazing that you can work with them. It makes me so just, I'm holding my heart right now. It just fills mm. my heart up with love that there's um, people out there who I can work with because, you know, my original plan was to become a doctor. Yeah. However, in Australia, it's really difficult. Like we have to do an entrepreneurship degree and then we have to go and do the 10 years of doctorship and, you know, start, I have to start from a base university even though i've got that university degree i would still have mm. to start from what do you call it when you bachelor degree yeah but when you start you can't just go in with there's no rpl there's nothing in medicine you no. start from scratch you have to do it full time yeah um and you know whereas somewhere like the u.s you can be a naturopathic doctor or germany yes and then you standard. can and then you can go and specialize so you can yeah. be a naturopathic oncologist yeah that's pretty like, cool that's amazing to me mm. you know and it's such a far-fetched idea here in australia unfortunately well, again i think it just comes down to exposure yes yeah like there's just not no one in in australia doing it that's well right. there's no there's no but i, I think what you've done do is it. you've created inroads in 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 the east coast and the hunter region um to start being complementary complementary um, and working with doctors, which is fantastic. I mean, Marianne yeah. as well, Dr. Hawkins, and yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's great. So. Did we get, did we lose track? I don't know. I have another question for you, but anyway, sure. now. So now, as you join the MG Herbs team, so our plan sure. is to create a team yeah. of healthcare specialists and, and allied health practitioners. Allied health practitioners, you know, the beautiful, um, Syndra for yoga and meditation mm. and you for exercise. Yeah. Um, we already have our Not Just Another Detox program, yes. which is uh, all of us coming together to provide a two-week program. You've provided two-week um, really cool, easy exercises. A bit of a taster. Yeah. yeah. Um, as we join together, I would love to for you to explain uh, a little bit more about what you do. Sure. Because like, I think a lot of people, let me turn the tables, I did not know what an exercise physiologist was. Mm. Well, it's a it's a growing industry, just much like naturopathy, and it's been around since the early '90s uh, as an allied health role. Um, it was created um, for the purpose of being the stopgap between um, uh, uh, an acute phase of illness and or injury to then a chronic condition um, and the exercise benefits of treating chronic diseases. Um, my degree is, um, I've, my master's degree is in exercise physiology in chronic disease management. Um, much the same as you can treat chronic disease with herbs, I treat it with exercise. Mm. And I work with a lot of allied health practitioners such as physios, uh, dietitians, doctors, a whole range of professionals to create a holistic or a whole care plan for for both chronic disease patients and also um, athletes and and healthy populations, if Mm. you want a better term. You're very much, um, we have a lot in common in terms of 
the way we've chosen to be healers, but mm. also you've been given access to areas that we as herbal medicine, herbalists, naturopaths have not been given. Um, herbalists, naturopaths, nutritionists, right? Mm. We can't go into hospitals. It mm. would be a very, very rare occasion when, when, a, nat- when a naturopath or um, nutritionist would be allowed into hospitals as allied health. No. Um, whereas you have previously worked in hospitals and you have yeah. been afforded that you know, beautiful ability. Yeah. Physios will work with me. I, there's, a, there's that handful of doctors that will work with me. But that getting into that, um, really getting into allied health and being looked at by the mainstream medical community, especially in hospitals, mm. is almost a no-go, which is sad. But I think that it's so cool that you can use that to your advantage. See, the, the other thing about you is your Medicare covered. Yeah, well, I'm an allied health practitioner, which means I'm Medicare covered and I'm, I've got that um, private health mm. coverage as well and I can provide rebates and we're recognised as a, as a gold standard for exercise rehabilitation. So not only do we work with physios who provide that acute assessment and mm. care, we can then look at long-term progression of exercise programming and, and rehabilitation. And would you explain to everyone what an EPC is? Well, they're not necessarily called EPCs now. Sorry. Chronic disease management plans. Oh, sorry. So they're a three-pronged approach um, for holistic care of a, of a client or a patient, I should Which say. Which I think is so cool. Well, they've been around for donkey's years. Uh-huh. Um, but the general public sometimes doesn't don't know that they're no, there for their No, not benefit. sometimes there. I think that definitely from my experience people do not know that they're there right and they're not getting used enough yeah um so chronic disease management plans yeah say you have diabetes you went to the doctor and you wish to get better it is then um part of an initiative by the government to provide that holistic care uh, and they may prescribe three different practitioners to oversee your progression through your of your chronic disease to get better so that would be the doctor would be one say a dietitian or a physio might be another and an exercise physiologist um, and that that holistic care that integrative approach of practitioners is afforded to the client um, at a reduced cost at a at a rebatable cost yeah, yeah. i just yeah. think that's amazing yeah. and i think it's so sad that we aren't available on that and i hope one yeah. day that we can be yeah. so well, as hopefully, hopefully lobbying gets done by the naturopathy people. association <laughs> yeah yes so we are rebatable on private health as naturopaths but mm. not under medicare in any oh, way I didn't, didn't realize that yeah and the private health um scheme is always changing where as a herbalist we're available on some as a Mm. naturopath you're available on some and as a nutritionist you're available on some and not all and across the board so there'll always be um some that don't rebate right yeah yeah well exercise physiology um is generally widely accepted i think there's only one or two very small um Private health funds. Private health funds that don't But they'll don't still cover. get their Medicare's. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. all the major health funds yep. recognise exercise physiology as a, an essential allied health component. So, what can we do with it? I thought we would mm. um, use our beautiful client, who we won't use her name, mm. um, as an example of what we do together because 
uh, when we got married, this was not our intention. <laughs> no, we had no intention of combining but our skills. it's really come about as this beautiful thing that we can do. So I quit my day job, if you like, in March, which was still in, in naturopathy, but it was still a day job. And you quit yours, what, two months ago? Oh, yeah. And we've Feels gone... like a lifetime ago. Yeah, we've gone out on our own kind of limbs. Scary. Uh, scary, but uh, fruitful, I hope. And, mm. you know, I love it. I love that we can... Um, give people this holistic approach. We've called it the best of both worlds. Hmm. So if you want to go to the website, it's www.mgherbs.com and you can click on the best of both worlds and have a look at what we do together. And there's some testimonials and and things, bits and pieces like that that you can check out. Hmm. Um, And you can even get a free 20 minute Skype consult with one or both of us to mm. decide to have a chat and decide if this is something that you want to do. But what do we do, babe? Well, we provide the best of both worlds. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we provide. We try. we try. So I would provide the exercise programming, mm-hmm. um, the goal setting, the anthropometry, those types of things, mm-hmm. uh, whilst liaising with you. Yeah. Um, and then the client would also see your lovely face and decide on the best plan of action mm-hmm. with your herbal remedies. Herbal and medicine, nutrition, supplements, hormonal whatever they need. Replacement, well, not replacement, but hormonal. Balancing. Balancing. Yeah. 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 So primarily our um, current client base is women. Mm. Women um, generally over, what, 45? Yeah, over 40. Over 40? Yeah. Still young. Yeah. 21 and some months. Definitely. Um, Who need help losing weight is what we tend to attract. Yes. And herbs and exercise work so well to do this. Like, I've even been shocked at the... A nutritional um, intervention? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am shocked at the um, goals that we reach and how quickly we reach them and how well sustained they are as well. I think sustainability is the key. It is the key. And when you look at not just another detox program, that's the whole point. It Mm. is not just another detox. It's not a commercial detox. It's not a quick fix. It's a let's change your lifestyle so that you can maintain that long term. Mm. Anything else on that? I think you summed it up beautifully. Yeah, cool. Mm. So you can go to the website and check that out. You can fill out a form to get a free little chat with us. And... um, I, I just can't wait to really start spreading it to more people mm. and spreading it to the world. Yeah, and, and we're not just available locally too. We can do interstate, we can mm. do nationally, we can do international Oh, yeah, correspondence. it's And even yeah. with the Not Just Another Detox, you could be in America and do that program. Oh. You know? Yeah, easy. So I guess um, have we explained what we do? I believe so. Hmm. I feel like when, you know, when I do think about what I do, I just get into like active constituents and, um, <laughs> what does that even mean? You know, but, um, I, but I go into the actions of biomechanical advantage of the bar <coughs> path in, in mm. a weightlifting complex mm. or things like that. that people have yeah. no interest. Nobody about. cares. No babe. one cares. Nobody cares. Apparently. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about on our podcast? Well, you touched on, on athletes. Yes. And how I always I always wonder, you know, what's the best what's the three best things that you could 
could give um, mm-hmm. advice to an athlete. Maybe it's a triathlete. Maybe it's a boxer. I yeah. don't know. It doesn't matter what kind of athlete they are to me. I'm, like I've had, you know, my I have six years experience in health food and a chunk of that was in sports nutrition, which mm. I just found fascinating. You can read... I wrote a blog on protein powders uh, a couple of months Did back. You? So you can yeah. go back and read that on the blog part of the Naked Natch Pack. Um, so, you know, that's my experience in that sports supplement coming out. But um, the three biggest things that I would say to them, mm. is that what you're wondering? You yeah. caught me on the spot here. Yeah. But I would, I would always look at diet with them because right. food is going to be key to whatever goals they have as an athlete. Right. Herbs, we always look at adrenal support. Ah, Sure. Definitely, you know, we're looking at adaptogens. Hello. Yes. <laughs> because as soon as an Amen. athlete gets tired, run down, fatigued, they get uh, infections or they get injuries. So right. we try and prevent that. Sure. Um, that would be the second most important thing, I think. Yep. And then I think one of the biggest parts of being an athlete is making sure your mental health is on track. Because athletes tend to push themselves really hard. They have high expectations and and of themselves. Yeah, they have. They have huge um, pressures put on them. Whether and it's money or coaches or yeah. self-intrinsic motivation. You know if you want to be an athlete, you give up your work, right? To, yeah, to train. I have. Yeah. Um, and I, I, look, I have not – I tend to attract people with um, who, who want help with their mental health, um, I think, because I talk openly about my mm. own mental health journey and um, my journey with you and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I have not yet treated an athlete who doesn't have anxiety and or depression to some degree. Mm. I just, and on that elite spectrum. Absolutely. So, mm. you, know, I've, I, you know, I've had experience with box, boxers, triathletes, runners, marathon runners, crossfitters. Footballers. Footballers. Um, just off the top of my head and you know what it actually does always come down to those three things now right. that I think about it I think that's huge that yeah. adrenal support mm. is also really important for mental health so when we support the adrenal glands um, which produce all of your stress hormones and um, keep you well keep your immune system fighting keep your sex hormones you know in balance mm. um, when you're an athlete you tend to just churn through that mm. really quickly and you, you lose your ability to cope with stress, you lose your ability to cope with mental stress and physical stress because you're burning out your adrenals. That overload. Yeah, you've got an overload. Yeah. And then there's the risk that um, many athletes go into of chronic fatigue. You know, mm. they usually, usually it'll go in a pattern like they've been pushing themselves, pushing themselves for however long. They then get an infection, so glandular fever or. Um, I don't know, a viral infection or, or yeah, yeah, respiratory infection, something like that. And then because they can't um, move, they can't work out, which they've depended on for probably for mental clarity as well as mm. for their own um, self-worth, they, mm. that's been taken away from them because they're sick. So they go on a bit of a downward spiral mm. mentally and then they have chronic fatigue, mm. you know, chronic fatigue. And then they have to get up after a week or two and do it all again. And that continual push to do that and that cycle mm. turns into burnout and adrenal fatigue. Mm. And I know that you've been there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been there. You've been there. And probably so has anybody who's a elite athlete or yeah. going for a goal. Or do you know what? 
they don't even have to be elite. Like some of the CrossFitters that I treat, they do mm. it for fun. They do it for the love of it. They do it just to be fit and well, and they still break down. They still mm. injure themselves. You know, they're they're either not eating enough, not eating as well as they should, or overtraining mm. and not compensating for that. Um, so they don't even have to be elite, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was very insightful. Cool. Thanks for asking me. That's okay. Sometimes I don't know what people want to hear. Like, you know how I can choose anything to talk about? Yeah. But is that really what people want to hear? No. So it's nice. So to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have questions. You guys yeah. know that the whole point of the Naked Naturopath is to strip back the BS and give you guys some really straight up answers. Um, so if you have questions, please email us. At, yeah, we've got a couple. Yeah. Already have one. We can get more. Info yeah. at mgherbs.com.au. And you can go onto our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's MG Herbs. Or, Sam, you've been working on the Instagram. Yeah. Woohoo, Instagram, finally. Instagram. And if you've got any questions for me as an exercise physiologist as well, you can always email in. It will be, um, we're just creating an email for you. So I, it'll be sam at mgherbs.com. Yeah. No AU like me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, um, Instagram, what was that? Competition time. No. <laughs> no. It is competition time if you want to jump on there. But Check it's it out. MG Herbs Australia. That's MG how Herbs they can yeah, yeah, that's how they can follow us on Instagram. Yes. Please check out the website. You've got heaps of little goodies there to um, have a look at. The yeah. Simply Balanced lead page, the Not Just Another Detox, and the best of both worlds, which yeah. is super exciting. And we're gonna go and continue to enjoy our holiday, right? Yeah, go to the beach. Again. Yeah, and again, and again. Thanks for so much for um, chatting to us. My pleasure. Okay. Bye, guys. See you next time.